Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart, living our best lives, and talking about what we get into. Mm-hmm. We decided to take the first part of our podcast and discuss the COVID-19 pandemic, how it affects our lives, how it affects your lives, and how it affects everything. Mm-hmm. See, I like it when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and also we're sprinkling uh, civil unrest into all this, too. Yeah, well, it's 2020. <laughs> Beggars can't be truesers. <laughs> exactly. So how are you doing? Oh, you know, surviving, and uh, it's officially July when we're recording this, so it's officially the second half of the year. Yay. Whatever that means. Yeah, we actually hit official, like, 100% or 50% yesterday on all those weird uh, Twitter accounts that show you, the like, a progress bar for yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, it's been 2020 for, like, six years definitely feels like it's been 2020 for at least six years might even be a decade i don't even remember the times before 2020 the the before times right (laughs) what were those again mommy tell me about the times before the sickness (laughs) yeah exactly that oh my gosh that's so accurate it's crazy All right. Well, let's jump into it. What's going on in the greater Virginia area? So in Virginia, we have uh, 63,735 cases. I did realize that that is like total cases. So we have 61,039 confirmed. And then the others are like suspected. Um, So I I don't know. I'm just going to keep reporting the same numbers. Yeah. So we have uh, 6,333 hospitalizations and 1,816 deaths. So we're still still climbing. Still yep. doing the thing. Um, we're in phase three right now. It's We've just kind of been holding steady. Um, outside of that, uh, news-wise... Uh, there have been a lot of articles floating around on all of the social media places and whatever about how protests are not necessarily linked to the rises in COVID. Mm-hmm. So I thought that I would mention that or at least uh, talk about what that, what that actually means. Um, so there was a study done and they used data from 315 of the largest U.S. cities, uh, and they documented that protests took place in 281 of those cities. So that's like their population. Mm-hmm. The study's lead author, Deval Dave, I think that's how you say his name, uh, of Bentley University said, In many cities, the protests actually seemed to lead to a net increase in social distancing as more people who did not go to the, who did not protest decided to stay off the streets. Interesting. That's a weird look at it. Yeah. So it's like, it mostly sounds like it's just like a net wash. Like overall, it doesn't lead to a huge increase because there's a large part of the population that was staying at home and quarantining. Mm -hmm. And then those that were out 
were practicing social distancing as much as they could. But overall, like, I guess the average social distance between each person. Yeah, well, you don't want to, like, go out and about if, uh, you know, there's large protests. I know it was pretty much, and still kind of is, you want to avoid downtown because randomly you might just get stopped by a protest and now you're stuck on the street for, you know, an hour or two. And... (laughs) Yeah, totally. So it's it's just been uh, really, really interesting uh, hearing that. And then I finally looked at the study and I was like, oh, that's what they mean. Yeah, it's really cool. Because I was going to so kind of mention... So maybe protests are saving the world. Yeah, I was going to kind of mention some of that too. Because yeah, I see it in a lot of comments on stuff that's going on. We're like, oh, isn't it amazing how the protests are immune to COVID? And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, like I, it upsets me, but also I, I, I get the thought process. I don't agree with it, but I get it where it's like, you know, oh, you tell totally. everyone. Well, you can't reason with people who think that the media is lying to them no matter what, yeah. because then all facts aren't true. Alternative facts. So really there's no arguing with them. I don't know why you try. Oh, I don't. I just, every so often, I'll just scroll the comments, which I need to stop, but. <laughs> stop it. That's, that's, it's like, what they'll look back and be like, what was the common thread for all of these people's crippling depression? Oh, comments. Comments <laughs> on threads. That's yes. what it was. I mean, Ugh. not the comments that we get on our channel, which people should, should add. You should do that. Happy. And they should be nice ones. <laughs> If you want to complain, send us an email because Matt handles that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of protests, though, uh, the Confederate statues in Richmond are officially coming down. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, for real. Um, So they started with Stonewall Jackson uh, on July 1st. Basically, the city council met and they couldn't or wouldn't vote on it. So they said that we'd do a special meeting on July 2nd. But the mayor was like, screw that, and just did an executive order, I guess, um, citing that the the presence of these statues is a public safety hazard. And so that gives him... We were waiting on July 1st to be able to do this anyway, but um, a law went into effect that made this easier to go down. But... Essentially, he's putting them in storage for a while until he can... I don't know what they do with it, but I'm sure they're not putting it, it back up. It just makes me think of the that. end of Raiders of the Lost Ark of, like, it's a giant, like, warehouse. And it's just a, a plain box with no markings. It just gets put somewhere in a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, that would almost make me feel better. <laughs> like, it, Anyway, so... Um, but I will say that it was a very bittersweet moment because while they were doing that and like people obviously flocked around it cause they were like, all right, are they taking them down? Like everybody's like trying to like, where, do you see any cranes? Do you see any cranes? Mm-hmm. And like, everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. And then, um, they started doing it and it was amazing and as they started getting ready to lift it the skies opened up and it was like a severe thunderstorm and everyone was just getting soaked and it was really cool um 
but because it's 2020, we can't have anything nice. And so uh, there were uh, mm-hmm. protests at City Hall at the same time uh, because they were protesting being evicted because all of the protections ended uh, during a pandemic. We should not be evicting people during a pandemic. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, yeah, that so, gets people uh, more infected. <laughs> just it's not the humane thing to do but are we a humane society i mean my humane society is across the street but i don't think that's what you meant <laughs> it's not what i meant and that's dumb friends league anyway. it is dumb friends league. um but yeah so there was a protest going on at city hall at the same time and at that protest police uh were brutalizing people they arrested people tackled people pepper sprayed them so awesome here we are. Great. That's how Virginia's doing. <laughs> what about Colorado? So we are at uh, 33,352 confirmed cases, which is up 2,000 from last week. So still climbing. Um, 5,527 hospitalizations, which is 135 more hospitalizations in a week. So that's a mm. lot. And that's um, more than last week. And mm-hmm. 1,521 deaths, which is 39 more from last week, uh, which is actually a decline from previous weeks, which is good. So mm-hmm. we're getting more cases, but less people are dying. Yeah. Um, that could, yes, it's true. Uh, yes. Uh, which could, you could attribute it to possibly more testing, more available testing as mm-hmm. well. But that's good because you want to know who's got it and you know, mm-hmm. you want to know if you got it so you know what to do. And so mm-hmm. I've just heard that argument a lot. Like, oh, there's been more testing. That's why there's more cases. Well, yeah, but it's, you want to know We need things. that. Yeah. We need more testing. <laughs> We've been asking for more testing. Uh, so it's kind Colorado- of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> So Colorado is uh, closing bars now. Uh, so we tried to do a hold off, and then within a week, the governor, governor Polis is like, nah, close the bars. So bars are back to being closed. Um, Understandable. I mean, absolutely. I get it. Yeah. Like I, it sucks for the bars. Like yeah. I, I understand those businesses are probably really upset, um, which is just another reason why we need another stimulus package to come through that doesn't feed the banks and giant corporations, yep. but actually feeds small business and, you know, individual humans getting kicked out of their houses. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm not a politician, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with it. I wasn't going to bars anyways, but, you know. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable going to a bar right now anyway yeah but all right yeah, people are gonna people mm-hmm. on um as equally depressing news as some of yours uh we had a uh violin visual 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 vigil vigil it's a hard word for me <laughs> for uh <laughs> you just wanted to add a couple more letters yep. in there that's all <laughs> Uh, for Elijah McLean, uh, who was an autistic kid who was killed by cops, and the cops went ahead and um, brutalized people and pepper sprayed at this vigil. There were kids there, too. There were kids that's, there. Um, pretty fucked up. A 13-year-old was confirmed to be pepper sprayed right in the face, so... 
And um, we had an order not the police have an order not to use pepper spray or uh, tear gas, and uh, they did. What are your feelings on Denver PD versus Aurora PD? Uh, I think Aurora PD is far worse. Um, they're, really? They're much more, um, what do I want to say? Uh, aggressive? Aggressive. Um, they just, yeah, they just suck. I don't know. Like, um, <laughs> everyone's had problems with them, I think. Um, and I live around the border of Aurora. Luckily, my apartment's policed by Douglas County Sheriffs, which is a whole a whole thing I won't even get into. But <laughs> that's true. You you do have a unique situation where you live, but Douglas County, I can't even imagine what their sheriffs yeah. are like. Anyway, we're talking a lot of local stuff. Sorry, guys. Um, so anyway, good. But yeah, so yeah, Aurora, um, they they're really bad, and uh, for more colorization on that, they had a police officer. Uh, last year, yeah, it was last year, who uh, got drunk while on duty and fell asleep in the driver's side of his car with the engine running. And of course, he had his service pistol on him. And he got paid vacation for this. I didn't know about the paid vacation. God damn, that's such a slap I mean, in the face. It was paid executive leave or some Administrative bullshit. Administrative leave. Paid, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's it's paid. You getting paid vacation for being drunk on the job? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And I haven't looked too much into it, but I think he's still on the force. So it's like, uh, yeah, you guys are corrupt as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's a thing. Uh, let's see, what else did I have? Um, yeah, the protests. Um, I'm not catching COVID. That's just been a thing but i'm really glad you you found a cool study i like that i'm gonna have to read that later yeah i found it in forbes but it's been published like people have been talking about it everywhere so i'm sure you can find it yeah so and that's about where kind of denver's at Hmm. um we're uh you know we're seeing a a spike but it's not uh um a mortal spike (laughs) as in deaths Huh. But uh, overall cases just made me cause... think of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. That dun, would. Dun, that's dun, all. Dun, dun. That's all this year needs, I guess. Just, <laughs> just why not? Just throw Mortal Kombat in here. But yeah, I mean, just like looking back on my notes, this is the lowest week-to-week death rate that Colorado's had. That's good. So but they did, that's good. The wave does follow the wave of cases, so. If you're yeah, peaking so cases now, you'll peak deaths in a couple weeks. Yeah, exactly. So it's a wait and see kind of thing. And yeah, it's still 39 people that are no longer on this planet. And that is terrible. Uh, yeah, for real. Like it's something that I hope we don't have to remind people that we want no one to die. That's yeah. That's how we're rolling in this podcast. If you want people to die of COVID and you want us to sympathize with that, we are not the podcast for you. I mean, I like fictional characters to die, but they have to be fictional. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if it's fiction, like, everybody should die. It's not realistic unless everyone dies at the end. This is true. So, uh, what's going on uh, in Luna's world? Um, what is going on in my world? I feel like 
I have worked, but not as much as last week, which is good because last week I was like going crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my mom said uh, you sounds like you need a hug when she listen to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Matt's mom. <laughs> I'll take a distant hug. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been hiding really from the world. Uh, I'm happy to see these statues going down but I'm really nervous about the backlash, especially as we come up on 4th of July and yep. I don't know. I'm just, I'm wary and I'm tired, super tired. And I just, yeah, I don't know what to expect. So in my world, I've just kind of been staying abreast of the news. Um, and, oh man, I saw something today that was like, oh no. And of course it was Florida. But yep. it was the sheriff, I think, of uh, Clay County in Florida, which is uh, the county that has St. Augustine and it. it's right next to Jacksonville. Okay, yep. Um, and he was like, if we feel overwhelmed by protests, then I'm going to give every gun owner in the county deputy, do whatever it's called, deputy permission or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, so that's how the Civil War starts. Got it. Well, which is weird, because, and I don't think it was in that county or where that was at, but there was another Florida protest about getting back in the bars. Mm-hmm. That was Texas, and, but probably Texas? also Florida. Yeah, no, the there big was also one was a Florida. One. There was a Florida one. Okay. Someone made a joke that he's like, when I was growing up, I always knew Florida was full of dumb people, and, <laughs> and it was. Or wait, no, it was, it was a bunch of hillbillies surrounding a, an amusement park. But oh. now that I've lived there, I also know it's really hot there too. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Guess, uh, guess what didn't show up to that protest? Mm. Yeah, no, no police, no brutality, no pepper spray. Of course not. Yeah, and so. I think the other thing that's been like really, uh, maybe informative or it's at least played a role in my week is um, all the Karens on Twitter. Yeah. Like they're all they're just coming out of the woodwork. Like I, Yeah, like actually left uh, and right. I watched a really good um video about the mental state of a Karen. Really? But they actually really went into like studies and why this personality trait is what it is and what makes that and also why we're seeing so much of it. Hmm. And why we're seeing so much of it is mostly because in times of crisis and unease you fall back on what you know, and you know that's what they know is to yell at people. And um, ca- the Karen mindset is actually very hateful of themselves, hmm. and they feel like they don't have a lot of control of their world, and that's why they lash back out. Hmm. And so, in extra times of crisis, they're gonna pop up more. I'm not excusing. No, 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 of course not. And that's something that I think is in 2020, I think everybody, I wish I could just like help everyone see the world through a mental health professional's eyes or like counseling eyes because you have to realize that everybody's going through their own stuff and in their individual world, they're making the choices that make sense to them. And sometimes those choices hurt other people and they have to 
answer for those choices. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're making a choice that makes sense to them, that helps them feel safer, helps them feel more in control. And unfortunately, these things don't wash out to a happy world. Yeah. Um. So I just, I don't know. I, I have a lot of sympathy for everybody right now, even the, the nutsos. You know, like they, I've, I realized that they feel so out of control and helpless and they feel like the world is being stolen from them. That doesn't make them less stupid. This is true. It just means that I understand the emotions that they're going through. Um, yeah. I just wish, you know, they could not watch Fox News for long enough to realize that the blacks ain't coming for their jobs and... You know, it's not actually nice to want to kill other people. Yeah. Uh, and like publicly and watch the execution. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw a Karen video uh, of the woman, I think in Michigan, that pulled her oh, gun. Oh, the armed the... Karen. Yeah. Yeah. And then like husband in the car pulls the gun as well. And it's just like. I'm I've I've been thinking about like these calls for people of color to arm themselves and that's a whole other giant can of worms <laughs> talking about being armed and guns and all of that stuff but I wonder like people are like you know you have to arm yourself so that you can protect yourself and it's like but if Karen and Darren Jeff if Karen and Jeff <laughs> sat there and saw this black woman and her family and the black woman is like, please don't hit me with your car. And Karen freaks out, draws her pistol and points it at her and says, back away, back up. You're threatening me. And she's like, no, I'm not. You try to hit me with your car. Yeah. And the black woman pulls out a gun. Black woman's dead. Yeah. It's the same problem. It's the white supremacy pro like if it anyway. So that might be fueling my depression this week. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> anyway, what about you? What are you up to this week? Uh well my office has begun or my company has begun phase one of opening back up. Um luckily it doesn't affect me, but it's it's interesting. They're open they're doing it in a way that doesn't actually change anything, which is weird. <laughs> So we're open. What we're opening mean? one office. Uh, it's one of our Indianapolis offices, and um, only at forty percent capacity. And also, if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to go in. And they encourage supervisors not to try and push people to come in either. So really, it's where we're at now. We're like, if you want to come in the office, no one's going to stop you. Like, that's on you if you want to come in the yeah. office. So I don't know if this is like a dip their toe in the water and see if there's backlash or see where that's at or what that's so about. So it's like they're opening the office for the one dude that's like, I can't stay at home anymore. I have to go into the office so I can breathe. Yeah. And that's that's who's going to be in the office you're going to walk in there it's going to be a bunch of parents <laughs> that are tired of being stuck at home <laughs> possibly i mean it's like yeah we didn't stop anyone from going in the office like if you want to go in the office right mm -hmm. now you, you can i wouldn't suggest it and i don't see why you'd want to but 
It's a possibility. So I don't know. It's huh. it's interesting, but yeah, that's phase one of they didn't say how many phases. So I know, right? I think it's so funny that we're like phase one of five hundred. <laughs> So I don't know, but uh, my uh, direct supervisor doesn't think we're needed to go in the office, and her boss also thinks the same, so I'm probably going to stay at home, which is good. Yeah, I think just stay at home as long as you possibly can. (laughs) Just holding on to my desk as people are pulling my feet, trying to drag me out, like, no! (laughs) No! (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, Besides that... um, Oh, I released a new video today, like an hour ago. So um, if you want to check that out, it's uh, ranking all the Mission Impossible movies. Oh, yeah, you were working on that. Okay. That's out and about. But that's. uh, That sounds like a whole lot of Tom. It is. You're going to see a lot of Tom in the video, unfortunately. (laughs) But you can Mm. listen to it and not hear him. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and bes- <laughs> no, I will totally watch your video, even if my eyes will melt out of my head. Um, besides that, uh, I also decided I'm not celebrating America this year. Instead, I'm going to celebrate Rube Goldberg's birthday, which is July 4th. Rube Goldberg is the comedian <laughs> and inventor that invented the Rube Goldberg machine. So that's the kind of okay. machine where like, it's mousetrap. Where one thing sets off the next thing that sets off the next thing sets off the next thing. Huh. Seems like a better cool. thing to celebrate this year, if you ask hey, me. Hey, yeah. I mean, I was just <laughs> going to celebrate it se- being Saturday. Yay, Saturday. <laughs> oh, and also today is uh, Margot Robbie's birthday. So I know she's out there listening. She's one of our Australian listeners, I'm sure. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Happy... That one Australian listener that tuned in that one week was her. It was. <laughs> so happy birthday margot robbie (laughs) and i thought of you uh actually because i watched her episode of hot ones oh that's a good one yeah yeah and i was like oh no she can't handle any heat this isn't fun to watch at all it's just torture (laughs) i don't know if australians are known for spicing things i don't know i thought they would be australia is like out to kill you i thought their taste buds would be adapted to that but I don't know. Have you had Vegemite? It's terrible. Yeah, maybe they just don't have taste buds. That, anyway, that could whatever. Anywho's, let's jump into our main topic, because we did a lot of waffling today, but a lot of good discussions already. But let's get into it. What are we talking about this week? Uh, so this week, uh, we're going to... Well, I wanted to highlight that humans, as we are they... Yep. <laughs> I am a one of them humans. Yep, yep. Not blowing the cover at all. <laughs> uh, so we've had a rough year, as we know it. 2020 has felt like forever. Um, but we do share this large, gassy, wet ball with other beings. A lot of other beings, namely animals. Um, so today we're going to talk about how the COVID-19 pandemic affects animals. Yay, creatures. Creatures, fur babies. All of them. Scale babies, feather babies, skin babies. 
<laughs> uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that's referencing, but it's disturbing. <laughs> well, I was in that moment. I was picturing a Siamese, like a a naked Siamese oh, kid, kitty, okay. a little sphinx cat. Um, I was picturing someone making a a doll out of human skin. Like, like that was my next patch doll. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I haven't watched too many horror movies at all. Uh, no, you have not watched enough. Yeah, I agree. All right. <laughs> so, um, so I'll start off. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with what we know from the CDC. So we know that the virus came from an animal, but we we're not sure which. We know it's likely been a bat or even a pangolin which are so freaking cute and i want to hug one you probably wouldn't <laughs> like it though so i just want to boop it on the nose all right um but i mean in general the cdc website is so helpfully unhelpful because it's <laughs> all like we don't know i don't know maybe uh. yeah <laughs> so um but it does appear, we do know that people can spread the virus to animals in some cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CDC says that very few pets have contracted the virus, but it is possible for them to contract it. And accor- again, according to the CDC, none have died from COVID. Yep. So no animal fatalities. Uh, I will add, um, they found the easiest uh Home animals that can get it are ferrets, cats, and hamsters. Yeah, yeah, little wiggle-nosed guys. Yeah. Um, But mice, pigs, chickens, and ducks all seem to be immune. Oh, really? I didn't know it couldn't go to mice. So not all nose wigglies. Not at all. And it's weird for pigs because usually pigs can contract a flu, uh, Mm -hmm. especially COVID being a SARS Mm-hmm. But that's interesting. But yeah, that's what the CDC listed as well. Mm, cool. So yeah, so we don't have, uh, basically the animals are winning. Um, they are not dying from COVID and we are. So <laughs> here we go. Here we are. Um, but yeah, so I, when I think about COVID and pets specifically, uh, you know, domesticated animals, I think about how many times I scoop up my cat Nisha and like shove my face in her fur and like breathe deeply (laughs) Uh, like not even exaggerating I do that several times a day (laughs) you got the uh, meme of the cat of raise your hand if you've been uh, forcefully petted today (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's not forcefully pet I I just do the scoop and hug and then sniff Or sing. Sometimes I sing into her for... I don't think she likes it very much. Um, But yeah, so I think of how many times I do that. And then I think, like, if I get the virus, it would be devastating not to be able to do that. Yeah. But don't do it because your kitty could get it. Yeah. uh, CDC recommends that you treat uh, pets like your family members if you have a need to quarantine from pets as well during your sick time. No, I don't want to, but I would. I would do it for her, for her safety. She'd be like, "Yes, finally, she leaves me alone." <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Anytime I leave for any amount of time, she's like, "Why did you leave?" I thought we had an understanding that you were going to be here all the time now, 
and for the next two hours, I'm going to bite your feet. <laughs> Seems <All right>. reasonable. <laughs> so speaking of pets, uh, this pandemic has certainly impacted the veterinary medicine field. Um, so many vets and techs have shifted to curbside admi- admissions, uh, meaning that you don't get to go in with your with your creature. Um, and I mean, not that you went in the back back with your creature, but you pull up in your car, they get the animal from your car, and then they come back out to your car. And that, to me, is like so heartbreaking if you have a really nervous nervous kitty or nervous mm-hmm. puppy. Um, but yeah, so then thinking about how that impacts people who have unfortunately lost a pet during this time, uh, again, it, it I've heard horror stories of not being able to be there with your animal when that happens. Um, at this point, though, I'm hoping the measures have been relaxed enough again that that's not the case, and hopefully they don't go back yeah. there. But I thought that it was an interesting aspect of how the pandemic has affected um, vets and vet techs because it's it's hard on them too. They don't want that for the animal. They know that they're not the person the animal's looking for um, in any of these situations. So yeah, they're um, kind of the forgotten, yeah. um, you know, essential workers because we tend to think of the essential workers mm-hmm. as grocery stores and cleaning and whatnot and doctors, but also veterinarians have mm-hmm. been working this entire time as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't close your vet office. Like there's still so many essential services. Speaking of, um, that's what I was actually going to talk about next. So, uh, some vets have talked about there's, they're having difficulty or they've had difficulty deciding, uh, what is considered essential care. And so at first I was like, well, that seems pretty easy to me. Yeah. <laughs> why Why don't you know what that is? <laughs> but then they were like, and for example, if a pet has cancer and is receiving treatment, then the, you have to have PPE for treating that animal for cancer. But what if the likelihood of survival despite treatment is low and you have a limited amount of PPE and you need to treat trauma patients? Yeah. So how do you make that choice? Like, I'm not going to treat your pet for cancer because we might get, you know, an emergency and we need to be, you know, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Sorry. I doubted you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the worst, but yeah, I used to want to be a vet. And after reading all of this, I'm like, it's, it's, it's hard. I it's mean, a big part hard. of your job is that final that final step, and just that alone. That final step does not exist to me. I just deny it for every time it's happened in the past, and I deny it for any time it'll happen in the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then the last thing I wanted to say uh, before I turn it over to you is... Um, this is kind of unrelated to the whole pets and veterinary stuff, but it's just like my little like hopeful feeling since everything I've said was depressing. Um, So I personally think that we will see an impact 
in the bird community. What's the bird community called? Aviary. That sounds Avi- about right. Aviary. Avionics. Okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so, but uh, let's go with aviary. And if we're wrong, comment on a post. <laughs> so, um, cities have been a lot quieter for the last few months. So I have to imagine that communication among animals, including birds, has improved. And if so, like how much, what does that mean? Um, There was that episode of uh, Planet Earth 2 where they talked about how communication is hampered by how friggin' loud we are (laughs) as a animal race. Like, humans just take up all all of the sound waves the whole (laughs) spectrum we're just like yeah we're most important screw anything else that's trying to communicate and so you know they talked about in the ocean how if you don't have you know cruise ships and boats coming through for a certain amount of time the animals will adapt and actually Mm -hmm. be able to communicate with each other um so i'm hoping that maybe these quieter cities will have some sort of positive impact or something. Help some animals <laughs> get laid, make babies. Well, I know we've seen, um, you know, a big resurgence in birds in some of the quieter cities, um, because you know they're they can gather. But also the ones that depend on right. people feeding them bread and stuff have seen a bit of an issue. That was that was a hundred years ago in March. When I was seeing that kind of stuff. Right? But like, what? But March. There's like a gang of monkeys in India that were like roaming around because people are normally feed them and <laughs> there's no one to feed them and they were getting all angry and Aww. is Planet of the Apes starting? Oh, snap. <laughs> I don't That's know. kind of amazing. I don't know where we're at now, but <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of that. Um, So I dove uh, more into the CDC stuff um, and pulled out a couple uh, good stuff. Of course you went (laughs) data-driven. I should have known. (laughs) Um, So um, at this time, there's no significant evidence that animals play a significant role in spreading the virus that causes COVID-19. So the big uh, takeaway from that um, is... You don't have to worry about, you know, squirrels, you know, infecting people or the big fear again, a hundred years ago in March of everyone killing bats. Um, it, they don't. We're leaving their animals at the, at the shelter. Yeah. Cause they think they can get it from their animal or whatever. So they don't, they can catch it, but they don't seem to be as far as I can tell able to spread it. So that's an important thing to keep in mind. Um, if, you know, you interact with animals. Now we did, of course, see, you know, the tiger that got it. And that's where they kind of started doing some looks into, um, felines and felines can, can and seem to do catch it, but it doesn't seem to, um, affect them as much as humans and they seem to be able to get over it. Right. And no one got sick from a tiger. Yes, correct. The tiger got sick from a person. Right. We are the dirty carriers, not not the tiger. Oh, it's like every turn <laughs> we take, the universe is like, humans gotta go. 
you gotta go <laughs> can you stop being humans for just like right? a week it's like would we have like locusts going on <laughs> and like like literally every plague is trying to happen at the same time and is it true that china is dump- dumping a bunch of ducks in pakistan to help with the locusts i i've I don't heard know that if that's true or not kind of sounds it and amazing I thought it was funny yeah i want to see a, i just want to see like a is it a flock of ducks <laughs> a, a massive squadron Excellent. of ducks just waddling into Excellent. pakistan <laughs> <laughs> waddling ducks waddle well i was definitely picturing them uh like parachuting in oh, okay. because they did that with beavers i think <laughs> Oh man, I don't remember what country it was, but some country somewhere, and it was back in the day, it was like right after, it was during or after World War II, and there was an excess of parachutes, and they needed to get beavers to this particular area, and they were like, well, we just chuck them out of planes. (laughs) Poor beavers. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't actually know how that, how the results looked, but I thought that the idea was novel. See, I just like the idea of just like them all in formation and then doing that little ducky walk as they're going oh. in. And then each locust they eat, they do the little happy dance that ducks do. Oh, <laughs> that would be cute. Uh, and then uh, one thing that we didn't touch on is is the dogs in the families. And uh, one study suggests that dogs can get infected but not spread it to other dogs, but they don't seem to be able to catch it as easily as cats. Mm. So also I keep what that, that means. Mean. I don't know. More research. Maybe, maybe it's, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, maybe it's a, you know, we, I don't necessarily, Banna doesn't sit still enough for me to shove my face into her fur and breathe deeply. If I do that, she either licks it or just goes in circles around it. She wiggles out of that situation. Yeah, so in my household, the per- the creature that's more likely to get me breathing all over it is the cat. Yeah, that's that's actually not not a bad point. Like, cause you know, dogs are you know they're walked on the leash, but you don't like carry them. You don't. Yeah, you don't put your face in them. Um, you know, they tend to not sleep directly on on top of your face while you sleep. Some of them Some do, do, but yeah, not not my dog. <laughs> um, and then along with that, uh, everyone in America has been seeing the rise in fireworks. And of course, not many oh, dogs yeah. uh, handle that very well. So, no. uh, protect, it's scary. Yeah, protect your uh, woofs from, I don't know even how, but... Thunder, thunder jacket, yeah. vest, thunder vest, whatever those things are called. They usually, I mean, they don't always help help, but they can help. So I do recommend it if anyone is out there wondering how to help your dog, especially because there have been fireworks like every day for the last two months. Right. So um, yeah. you probably figured it out by now. But if not, just getting your dog a little vest, a little even just like a little sweater. I put a little sweater on Banna. She's not really bothered by fireworks. She's more just like annoyed that it's waking her up kind of thing. <laughs> um, but she does calm down a lot when she's being snuggled by a constant hug. Yeah, that does seem to help. I mean, I don't really have to deal with much because my cat's got five levels of not give a shit. 
<laughs> there was a mm, there's a terrible thunder and hailstorm going on once, and she slept through the entirety of it. Didn't even acknowledge the existence of thunder. Aww. It was just like, nah, sleeping, sleep time. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there was a really big thunderstorm here the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh. And I like got to the point where I was a little nervous that there was going to be like hail or something breaking the windows. And I looked over at the cat and she was like, what? <laughs> okay, well, I guess it's just me that's worried then. So I guess the... I'm still going to hug you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the takeaway for most of this is, um, you know, treat, if you don't already, treat your uh, your fur babies like, like people. If you wouldn't trust you being touched in the face by someone coming in your house, then don't let them pet your cat because they can also get it. You know, uh, if you do let your cats roam free, which you shouldn't, but if you do, um, mm-hmm. stop, right? Because they can catch it from, well, right. they can catch it from a whole bunch of other places. Like right now is not a really good time for your free roaming cats. If that's how you do it. Um, but mm-hmm. also you shouldn't do that to begin with. It's actually very dangerous for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bad it's bad for everything yeah. i i want to cite that um what's the is it the orange collar project i think i don't know google it and if that's not it message us and i'll find it for you but um there there are many facts tied to uh, it's just much better for everybody the cat the everything um if you do not let your cat room yeah let them stay home. They like it. Mine's passed out right behind me right now. So. I mean, and if you have a yard, that's ideal, right? Yeah. Like, if your cat likes being outside, like, let them play in the yard, but don't let them run free. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Um, on another kind of note I've seen is, we did actually mention this before, but there is a um, shelter literally next door to me. Like, I share a fence with them. And they're called the Dumb Friends League. And they're having issues um, getting animals out there because of financial issues um people don't want to take on an extra responsibility and extra pets um things like Mm -hmm. that so that's something to kind of think about um as well i don't have a good answer for that but that is something Mm -hmm. that's a hardship for pets right now too is shelters they can't they're there they're an essential business but currently i think they're only doing virtual meetups with the pets you can't Mm -hmm go in and check out the pets you have to like you know it's a whole process it's an extra process yeah and and they're getting full too so um i do know that that some places have been desperate for people to help foster so if you're in a situation where you might be able to foster a cat or a dog or litter um then look into how you might be able to help your local shelters because they will likely not say yeah. no <laughs> i wish i could i wish i could get another cat but spumoni has made it abundantly clear this is a one animal household <laughs> yeah i i um i could just keep i don't well, know well nisha grew I, up I with want a, another a brother so or sister yeah so. absolutely both well ish yeah, yeah. She there, yeah. There, there was another cat, and uh, sorry, there were two other cats in the yep. litter. Um, and then you also, how you've had Banna the whole time you had Nisha, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, she grew up, mm-hmm. you know, with a oh, turbo yeah, yeah, yeah. dog running yeah. around. 
with a turbo dog. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, and then and like now that Banna is uh, down in Florida, I'm like one animal in this house is not enough. <laughs> I need another animal, and I'm so close to getting another animal. But then when Banna gets back, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be hectic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah so um, you know if you can donate yeah. if possible if you can foster um you know do what you can but yes shelters are also seeing an increase of animals and a decrease in adoptions so they're getting they're getting full um yeah but also just on that note just my personal thing is don't give an animal as a pet or as a present don't give an animal as a present there we go unless you're sure that person <laughs> can uh, actually take care of them that's a that's an interesting note. You never that. heard that. That's a, that's a thing. I mean, sure, but it's it's even like I just feel like it's a broader thing. Like, don't adopt an animal if you're not positive that you're going to take care of that animal for the yeah, rest of its life. Yeah, but people are like, oh, I'll get my girlfriend this cute, you know, rabbit or what. Or... Who does that? I guess I've been dating the I, wrong people. I actually people. did it once. <laughs> <laughs> Back in high school. Actually, now that I think of it, I was totally gifted a dog for my first Ah, birthday. see? <laughs> but I kept her, and then uh, eventually my parents said that we couldn't have her anymore, and so we rehomed her to a family friend who was looking for a dog. But, and she's still and with them. So. Alright, got anything else yeah. to add to the pet discussion? Anything else you're thinking about? No, no, other than, like, I would love to play with some kitties. Yeah? <laughs> yep. I want to I wanna pretend like I'm going to foster and then just keep them all. <laughs> but not until I'm in an actual yeah. house. Then you can get a... Uh, so that's my last thought. You can thought. set up your own catio <laughs> Very outside. Selfish. Mm, kitty cats. I would just add, uh, if you're not sick... Pet your pet. Oh, of course. Give them lots of love and give <laughs> them extra treats today. It's not only they good for them, it. but it's also really good for everyone's depression and sadness. Hug a kitty, you'll always be happy. It's true. And truly, give them give them snacks. They work hard yeah, sleeping. Mine's all day. taking her post afternoon nap to make sure she's ready for her evening nap. <laughs> critical so uh <laughs> let's move on to our distractions what are we distracting ourselves with from the burning dumpster fire that is 2020 outside mm. our house <laughs> yes what are you distracting with it almost feels like we we are in the dumpster fire the fire is all around us. <laughs> <laughs> um i've just been distracting myself with the new twilight zone i finally nice got started on it i had to be in the mood for sci-fi um and then i'm in the mood so i've just been binging it and it's good i i really like the stories uh i just wish that they were a smidge shorter um because the the original series it really like busted through that storyline and got to the point and then kind of went to the next one. It was like 25 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, these are like an hour-ish or 40, 45 minutes to an hour. And it's like, come on. Like, you could you could have slimmed all of these down by 10 minutes. <laughs> it would have been fine. 
but the stories themselves are really cool and I love it. Jordan Peele did a great job producing it. The writers did a fantastic job. There's an amazing head headlining actress or actor in every episode, so it's been nice seeing some faces that I haven't seen in a while. So Nice, very yeah. cool. What about you? Um, bunch of things. Well, of course, I always got the band thing going on. We are streaming tomorrow, but by the time this comes out, it will have passed that. But you can still check out the uh, stream replay there on you YouTube or Twitch or Facebook Live. Uh, so we've been getting ready for that. Uh, another big thing that actually happened today uh, was the Major League Lacrosse League. Yep. <laughs> 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 Two leagues. It is the League of Leagues. It's Major League Lacrosse is the actual name, but it sounds weird to be like the Major League Lacrosse League. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're fine, guys. We're fine. We're not we're, losing our minds at all. We're all cogent here. <laughs> uh, so they're actually going to go ahead and have their season, but they're going to do an entire season in a week. Uh, <laughs> what? So it's going to be incredibly shortened season um, with like a really short playoff. But yeah, they are um, sequestering every team in Annapolis, Maryland. And they're only going to have uh, a two-day training camp and then jump into the league. Hmm. And so they're kind of doing what basketball is doing, but in a easier way. Because I couldn't understand doing a week of sequestering mm-hmm. everybody rather than basketball is going to go for too long <laughs> however long but well i don't know i just have so many questions but okay cool <laughs> so yeah um they're playing at, um is it the air force stadium yeah whatever's in annapolis and uh <laughs> so yeah i'll be on espn plus i'm very excited about that i actually get to see some lacrosse um so that'll be fun there'll be no uh fans or anything so it'll be you know pretty plain jane but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's something. It's a sport to watch, and yeah. it will distract me. <laughs> it's yes, it uh, it is all of those things. It is not a sport that I will watch unless you're buying me a ticket to watch it. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you my ESPN Plus account, I suppose. <laughs> I think I have ESPN Plus because I have Disney Plus, right? Uh, if you get the package, there's multiple packages. Oh, who knows? I don't know. All I know <laughs> yeah. is that I'm watching Hamilton. And that's all I care about. It's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. So that's I'm excited for that. What? Hamilton? You're the watching Hamilton. it too? Uh, oh, probably, I, yeah. I'm totally going to text you the whole time. When's it going on? Tomorrow. That's right. Uh, and then uh, also, speaking of which, there's also um, the uh, cabaret. Uh, what's it? Your Lenny's Clock Tower. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the world is a cabaret. <laughs> uh Lanny's Clock Tower, um, where the one and only Luna danced once. Mm-hmm. I uh, did. I shake my booty all over that place. <laughs> they're doing a um a free stream tonight at eight o'clock. Oh, that's fun. Um so I might tune into that or tune into movies with friends. Or yeah. catch up on shows. I don't know. I got a lot going on tonight though. Well, if you don't show up at my Netflix party, I will just judge you entirely for an entire week and then cry about it on the next episode so you'll have to live with that (laughs) i'll just set up multiple screens and i'll just be watching everything (laughs) all at once (laughs) i will not i i will not 
be mad at you if you make another choice. That's silly. Uh, we'll see where we get there. Uh, but let's uh, get into uh, everyone's favorite part of the show. Only in a pandemic. And major civil unrest. No ding this time. No ding. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> stories that we found either personally or in the world of things that can only happen in a pandemic or majors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a good story this week. My only in a pandemic story is basically that I'm finally doing my taxes. <laughs> and like, but the only in a pandemic part is that I have successfully procrastinated three times now and I'm wow. still not in trouble with the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got bigger fish to fry at the moment. So. Well, yeah, they're not due until like July something. Yeah. Um, so when I saw it turn July, I was like, ah, all right, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I uh, I actually sent all my stuff to do them. So I'll have to deal with that reckoning whenever that happens. Um, but yeah, that was my main thing was that usually I procrastinate and usually I would get in trouble, but not this year, buddy. Not, and by get in trouble, I mean my accountant screams at me like two days before. <laughs> get me your stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Here you go. Um, but yeah, this time I did it on my own. It just took a few months longer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they're going to give you the time, you might as well use it. Right? And I I, I know I'm going to owe because I'm self-employed. So Yeah. So you always uh, put it off if you're going to owe. Yeah, exactly. No judgment here. <laughs> I mean, you can judge me. I just won't care. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's your only in a pandemic or major civil unrest? Well, only Sorry. in a pandemic will Tom Hanks make you feel bad about yourself. Really? Well, not me personally. Because oh, okay. Tom Hanks came out and said he is very disappointed in anyone who doesn't wear a mask. <laughs> so don't disappoint Tom Hanks. That's right, people. America's favorite uncle will be sad if you don't wear a mask. Aww. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. And if you remember, he had COVID. He did. So... He was one of the first celebrities that had it. That's really funny. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a great tweet, and yeah, everyone's just like, "Don't disappoint Tom Hanks." <laughs> he survived COVID. You can't you can't make this all for naught. <laughs> so that that made me happy, and it was nice. That is that's pretty great. So let's go ahead and end the show with our hermit level on a level ten, or on the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio scale as a ten being Howard Hughes and, you know, living in a movie theater, collecting your pee in jars, and a one being a wolf of Wall Street and doing blow off a hooker's ass. Uh, wh- where are you at today on your hermit level, or this week? What if I did blow off my own ass? I would be impressed, honestly. I would also be impressed. That sounds like a lot of work. That's not going to happen. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I think I'm a nine. Okay. I just been keeping to myself doing my thing i feel like at some point i saw humans did i i don't think so though 
oh, well, I went out to Charlottesville for one night. But that that's not seeing humans. It's literally running into my partner's house or <laughs> running back out. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I've just been like real, real sequestered, but yet it doesn't feel as much as the last two weeks. So just a yeah, solid you nine. You seem uh, a bit more uh, upbeat this week. Yeah, I guess I, I like, I have been more social media social this week. So that maybe that's where the point five comes Although, from. It reminds me of a song, just you saying I went and saw humans. There's an MXPX song called Study Humans and about going out and looking at people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully not in the creepy No, way. just being like, what are people? Sometimes that you just I sit out to. in the... Before, in a pre-sickness era, you could sit in the park and just like, what are people? What's... It's true. I love people watching, but now they all terrify me, so I'll just stay inside. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So are you peeing in jars yet, or what? No, I'd say um, maybe a four I'm about at. Um, Yeah, I'm still seeing the band uh, pretty often. We just jammed last week. I saw mm-hmm. my parents for the first time in a couple months, uh, as well as my brother, his wife, and the nephew, because, you know, I got the positive or negative test, the positive, the positive results of the negative test, just to confuse people yes, further. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yay. Well, that's awesome, because I know that your parents wanted to see you, and that's cool. So I'm glad so you did guys that. did that. Um, and then tomorrow I am going to a barbecue with four people at a personal place uh f- that sounds like jerk. we've all been quarantined <laughs> so we're gonna you know celebrate rube goldberg at least i am yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's not a lot to celebrate outside yeah. of that but well soon it will be because it's coming up for the best two weeks of the year we'll see how they work out oh obviously yeah. Best two weeks faux show. Oh, and I actually do have. I'll probably talk about it on the next episode, but um, I'm looking forward to. We're going to a drive in on Sunday. I'm mad excited. I haven't been to a drive in forever. Uh, it's a double feature of Jungle Book and Deadpool. <laughs> which jung? Not that any of them are good, but which Jungle Book? The newest one. Oh, so the it's gonna Andy be Circus like one? This trash. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be like this crazy, terrible, PG, awful CGI jungle book and then a whole lot of cursing. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. And my partner has a van, so we're planning on just backing it up so that and making the back like yeah. a bed. And we're just going to have a bunch of pillows and blankets and snacks and... I will likely turn into a powder sugar person because my partner will be eating <laughs> all of the funnel cake and I don't know how I'm going to escape it. So I may actually not wear black. <laughs> Do you own not black? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so that'll be something interesting to talk That's about next to week. Do it. Yeah, I th- I've thought about that, and I was like, my car is incredibly uncomfortable to sit in. I wonder if you could so. take the back seat out. Yeah, your car is really low and 
it's made for driving. It's not made for hanging out in. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Anywho's it's so I think that brings us to the end of another episode of the Goth and the Sloth. If people want to contact you and tell them about your fur, their fur baby and what they're doing with it, they can, can they tell themselves you? about their fur baby. Yes, you can tell it. yourself about your fur baby on my page <laughs> at Luna underscore Minwe on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter. I and and also the Gotham Sloth pot. Wait, wait, no, Gotham Sloth Instagram and Twitter. But I'm yep. Instagram and he's Twitter, so. Yes, and also if you want to ask a question, Gmail GothamSloth at Gmail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we check it. Uh, and you can comment on today. our videos and on the yeah. YouTubes. Yeah, and you can find me at Wizard underscore Matt on the Twitter and Wizard Cosplay. My band is Leonardo 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 Band on SoundCloud, because Leonardo Leonardo was taken, and I'm very upset. But uh, fight him. Fight. Send them should, nasty emails. Should have a rap battle. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and then my YouTube channel is Matt the Pharaoh Wizard on uh, YouTube, and I got a bunch of videos coming out. I just uploaded four, so they're gonna be coming out soon. Nice. Excited. So yeah. Yay! Yeah, follow us. Say hi. Do things. Be good. Wash your hands. And stay home.